Welcome back to Be You with Be You. Do you have a fear of going to the next level? In this episode, Brian talks about how people that rise to the challenge and level up simply plan for it. It doesn't mean they aren't scared, but what they also have is strategy and confidence they can buy into when that fear arises. Keep listening to learn more about how to borrow that certainty until you build your own. I was on a call and one of the things that was brought up was a lesson that I learned with proximity. I'm going through this whole conversation of a story um, and they asked me like one of my mentors and like what I did and what I suggested and and it took me a second because when I was in my young 20s, um, a friend of mine I saw go, like he was, have any of y'all had those friends in high school that they were like the troubled kid in high school, always getting in trouble, you know, your parents were like, don't hang out with him, you know, the one that was drinking or doing drugs or partying or whatever, right? The distraction could barely pass high school, flunked out of college, and then all of a sudden, I get a phone call from someone and saying, oh, you got to talk to this guy. He's doing prepaid phone cards and he's making like over a million dollars a year. And he's from your little small town. Like, in, And so at the time I went to high school in this little one horse town. And so I was like, well, I have to know who he is because he's similar to my age. I go, who is he? And they said his name. I'm like, you got to be kidding me because he was that guy. Right. But he was making a million dollars a year. And I thought I was really big time. I was 21 years old making five figures, you know, 10, 10 over 10 grand a month. 100000 a year. Back in 1992, that's a ton of money, right? It's still a ton of money. And so I'm thinking, I'm cool. And then I hear this. And I was like, well, what's his name? You know, and they tell me his name. And I'm like, you have to be kidding me. He's not making that. And they're like, yeah, he is. So my brain immediately went to where? And this is what I say is the magic of modeling or teaching or coaching anyone in life. My brain went... High school trouble kid, college flunky. If he can do it, hell, I know I can do it. Why? Because I valued myself more than him. And I think sometimes we see people on stage or whatever, and we think, oh, there's something about Blake that he has that I don't. No, it's, that's not true. But like, I think that it was serendipitous that that happened because I immediately went to, yeah, get me on the phone with him immediately. And when I talked to him, he spoke to me with this level of confidence, right, that I just felt, I felt it exude from him. And he goes, man, I'm just telling you, stop whatever you're doing. Listen, just follow me. I'm going to get you in the magazine. I'm going to like, so he immediately played to my ego, right? He goes, but we're going to get you to a million dollars a year in no time flat, man. I mean, if you're making, if you're making $10,000 a month there, you're going to make a hundred thousand dollars a month. This thing is easy peasy. Is it easy? No. However, I didn't believe otherwise because of the certainty he was talking. And remember, my association, there's a, there's a movie called The Edge, and it has Anthony Hopkins and uh, Alec Baldwin in it. And Anthony Hopkins is a billionaire. And they get stranded in this island in Alaska. And um, there's this bear hunting them, a big grizzly bear, big brown bear hunting them. And the entire time that they're on the trip, he's reading the survival guide. Anthony Hopkins, the billionaire is, right? And he's still talking with everyone, and in part of the survival guide talks about how to, if you enter, you know, come across eye to eye, belly to belly with a bear, what you do. And so they get on this whole journey and he just gets really lit up and he goes, and, he, and, and Alec Baldwin's scared to death because the bear just killed one of the people that was with him. Oh, no. But the difference was Al, um, the billionaire wasn't scared of it. 
right? Because he was preparing. He was setting a plan and preparing for the bear, right? Sometimes the things that we fear that we that we're scared of the most, if we just would like prepare ourselves and create a plan, that fear will be dissipated because we will have a level of confidence that it's not unsurmountable. We can overcome it. And that's what the billionaire did. So the billionaire is no different than the other guys, except he prepared and there's confidence in preparing. But there's one line in the movie that I always resonate with. And I'll never forget. He gets his fired up, uh, you know, coaching Alec Baldwin, who was scared to death. And he goes, we're going to survive. Say it. We're going to survive in Anthony Hopkins, brilliant voice. And Alex looking, we're going to survive. We're going to survive. Say it. Say it. God damn it. Say it. We're going to survive. We're going to survive. That's right. What one man can do, another can do. Say it. What one man can do, another can do. Fucking say it. Like, I mean, he's literally getting into it. And that just resonates with me all the time. What one man can do, another can do. What one person can do, another can do. And so there's a lot of like brilliance in that entire um, dialogue because everyone has a little bit of fear of going to the next level or breaking free from where they're at to get where they're always destined to go. But what you have to understand is that the billionaires, the people that are living life on their terms, that are living free, they simply plan for it. It doesn't mean that they don't have fear when this big bear is attacking them, but they have strategy now that they can buy into. And that strategy was a stick going back and having the ball, the bear fall on a stick instead of trying to, to out strengthen the bear use the bear's weight and strength against him right and so that so they killed he killed the fucking bear the whole point for me from a business perspective is when i had my friend college dropout from high school doing it that was what resonated with me if he can do it i can do it if he can do it i can do it and i think that um that's for anything in life and the whole point of proximity is i got interviewed and this person was asking me a question about that story and they said, well, what did you do? Like, whenever you said, okay, I'm going to do, what did you do? And it hit me. I said, I immersed myself. I followed him wherever he was going. You know, I was on every call he was on. And to the point where I became who he was, not value-wise, but from a confidence perspective or a certainty perspective, I actually leveled up my standard to where he was living because I was around him so much. But I said, the thing that, that really I could resonate the most with now retrospect, looking back was I spoke the way he spoke. See, he had a hundred thousand reasons why it was working for him. And he had that confidence and truth and certainty when I just started had zero. So I was able to borrow that confidence from him until I built my own. Right. And I, I think that that's so important because I immediately said it was proximity. I didn't realize it at the time, but I put myself in proximity of someone was that was living at a level that I wanted to live until I gained that confidence to where I was living that way. But it was such a dramatic impact. Literally, there was times where he wouldn't show up on training calls and I would become him. Legitimately, we didn't have Zoom. I would say that I was him and I would repeat exactly what he would say in the tone that he would say it in and in the intensity that he would say it in the cadence that he would say it in, but most importantly, the confidence and the certainty and people didn't realize it was me. I was mirroring and I was literally, what do they call it? I was an imposter. I would introduce myself as him and then I would run with it until one day I realized I don't fucking need him. I can be my own person because see, I didn't like a lot of the values that he stood for 
so there was an incongruency there. But once I got the confidence that I didn't need him, I just needed to realize what got him to that level of success was his was his certainty, his confidence, you know, in terms of the cadence and intensity in which he was pursuing what he was pursuing. But I could take all of those elements and I could put them into this heart of mine and I could stack that with my value system and be more congruent and even be more powerful than he was. And by the way, not more powerful, but twice as successful. Why? Because that success came because I was living congruent to who I am. So now all of a sudden I'm happy. You know, I feel more joy. You know, I don't feel this tug of war inside me because, you know, if your heart is in one place, but your mind is in fear and scarcity or depending on somebody else, you're living a life of misery because you are at a complete tug of war. You cannot have a feeling from your heart and your mindset in a different direction and not be torn. But it, it's it's the brain-heart connection, right? Is that 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 they communicate together. You know, so when when it's in cognitive dissonance is when you have two completely opposing thoughts in your brain, they're incongruent to each other, right? It creates this pull on you. And you ha- you can have the same dissonance from your heart and your head. You know, so your heart feels one thing, and, and the reality of it is you have to follow your heart, not your head, because your head plays tricks on itself because of the two million years of programming that the brain comes from. And you have to totally immerse yourself, and you have to be in the proximity of people that aren't deluded by, by circumstances or they're not, they're not convoluted by the level of, of, of complacency and contentment. Thanks for listening to this episode of BU with BU. Please rate, review, and subscribe. For more content from Brian, connect with him on social at Brian Undy or shoot him a text at 502-221-9798. You can also visit his website, brianunderwood.com.